You are listening to You've Got Five Options show, where every week Marta and Anna abandon their five children, two partners, and one cat to make a show especially for you. An artist, a challenge, a bullshit, a wisdom, and a surprise. Tune in and feel the magic of fire. Everyone, this is Marta, and this is Anna, and this is You've Got Five Options show, and we are back after our summer break that we have spent in different places. I have decided to stay in Denmark due to ever-changing roller coaster of regulations. And Marta, you have been to Poland. So surprisingly, unlike it used to be in our youth, I'm the risk taker. <laughs> I'm the wild one who has taken her whole family back to the very dangerous place of Poland. Yes, it's very dangerous. Is it? No, no, not no, really. No, no, no not no. really. Just, you know, <laughs> but that building sounded, some tension. Yes, it's a good tension you are building. But yes, that, that was our summer, Marta in Poland and me in Denmark. Yet the summer break was on. So welcome back, everyone. Not sure if you are still on holidays, planning to go or just came back. But uh, you are allowed to listen. <laughs> <laughs> to you are most welcome to listen to our show. We are back. There will be, however, uh, small changes. You've got five options. Is changing a uh, frequency of uh, of a podcast and of how uh, often we are going to be on the radio. And there is a very good reason for that. There is a very good reason for that. And luckily, we are not changing the frequency of vibration. No, we are still going to absolutely pull it off. Yes. And deliver our best. Yes. And a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot and of fun. Useful and cool English accents. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. Yeah. But yes. the, the reason why we are not going to be present anymore in your podcasting app every week, but every other week is that a new baby was born. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not, not okay. We still have uh, together five children <laughs> and we are planning to keep it that way. But we are having a new podcast, podcast baby, I guess. This is how we can call it. We have decided because obviously we have so much time in our lives. <laughs> We have decided to create a brand new podcast. So now the five options, this is how we now call our little podcast collective, is releasing two different shows. One is you've got five options that you are listening to right now, and this will still keep the format of a talk show and uh, of a program where we solve your life challenges if you send them to us, because otherwise we don't know what your challenge is. We are still not that evolved to pick it up telepathically, but who knows? Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes. So we are keeping You've Got Five Options as a talk show, as a, a challenge-solving podcast. So guys, just if you have any challenge, life challenge, professional challenge, remember to send it to us thefiveoptions.com and you can see on a, on a front page that there is a very very encouraging, uh, welcoming uh, section where you can ba basically submit your challenge anonymously. And we will definitely do also other shows. We, As you know, we do a variety of different topics. I know that for sure we will come back to the predictions for 2020 that we made at the beginning of the year. And uh, just before summer, we had a show when we talked about 10 things that you missed while you were uh, reading about uh, coronavirus and we will also follow up on those news uh, at the end of the year to see if something changed or happened. So stay tuned, don't unsubscribe, you will get a podcast every two weeks, but it will be as fun as always. Um, then I guess we can say a little bit about our new podcast about... <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, I was, was taken over. That was not the name. <laughs> What the hell was that? 
Yeah, okay, so Martha I'll is just shocked. say... <laughs> Dennis just is say, not saying anything. Yeah, just so say. The, the new podcast is a good one. <laughs> uh, unlike the introduction that Anna made. <laughs> but the new podcast is called... Small Business Rising. And the reason why we are doing this kind of podcast is... Because we want to support, promote and inspire others to uh, build strong local communities and support small business in local communities, which we believe is more important than ever, especially after we have seen what 2020 serve us. Mm, I think that many small businesses are now in a difficult situations. And I believe that small businesses are the soul and the heart of communities. So we are starting a new podcast where we will talk about small businesses, how to support them. We will have fantastic, interesting guests, entrepreneurs, consultants. And we will also uh, talk about community building how to build strong communities, about ideas, how to do it. We will also feature some interesting communities from all around Jutland <laughs> in Denmark. But uh, for our international listeners, please don't uh, give up on the podcast before you even started to listen, because most of the information will be very universal and can be applied anywhere in the world. Uh, uh, there will be some specific Danish local maybe things but then you can actually just listen to it out of curiosity and maybe feel inspired to do the same solution in your local community absolutely and if you are someone who actually has your own business and you are starting to think is it for me and you are a person that wants to get rich very quickly or want to be an influencer with millions of followers that might not necessarily be something for you unless your main purpose is actually to share your heart share your passion and do something meaningful something that makes a difference something that supports local communities Yes, totally, Marta. Thank you very much for adding that because it's very important. I was looking at different podcasts out there about small businesses and many of them are focusing on, you know, how to uh, make money fast or, you know, how to become an influencer. And there is a lot of technical information and I think some of them are valuable. And our podcast will also have some of those information there, but the purpose is not to become, uh, you know, very rich, very fast. The podcast is to build something meaningful and sustainable within your local community. Uh, so we want to believe that it will be very authentic, intimate, heartwarming and inspiring. So we would really like to invite you to give us a chance and listen to the other one. It will be released mid-September. Uh, you will always find information under the5options.com because that website is our home website. Now it will become the collective, the podcast collective starting page. So you can always go to the5options.com and find information about our new podcast, Small Business Rising. And with that uh, introduction, I think, Marta, we can tell people what they can expect today. Yes, today we will be solving a challenge. Yeah. And this challenge is actually how to build a life you don't need a vacation from. <gasps> so that's a, that's a big challenge to solve mm -hmm. that we have. We have received a challenge, which we are going to read in just a moment. And in the meantime, I'm wondering if we could have our wonderful technician who is about to leave us. Yeah. And we are trying not to take it personally, but somewhere deep down, I have my suspicions. Uh, if we could maybe ask you to tell a few words to our listeners, tell us what you're gonna do instead of being here. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm sad leaving you guys. I hope you know that. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 are trying to believe that. Yes. Uh, but what what I'm gonna be doing is I'm gonna be the in-house sound technician for a. Uh, 
communications company, small business, like you're mm. talking about, they they built it from the ground up and they're really good at it. Mm. And uh, they were contacted to produce an hour of uh, satire radio on national radio. And But they said, we, we don't do satire, we do storytelling, we do communications we do it they're a journalist and a photojournalist so they have their their craft in order mm-hmm. and but they 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 didn't do satire so yeah i sold myself and uh, my friend manus <laughs> Isn't it, we can do that we we can talk for hours and make people laugh and say shit on radio and we've been giving Almost completely, well, completely free range to say whatever we want on national radio one hour a week. That's fantastic. That's pretty exciting. And uh, I, I, I can I can reveal that uh, this Sunday we, <laughs> Manus wrote a song. It, uh, yeah, it's, it, it might be a controversial song, but uh, we hope it's going to get traction in nationally. It's a song about a politician who's who just became the, what do you call it, vice head of a party. Yeah, who rides on a wave of uh, Christian national conservatism from Hungary to Poland and now in Denmark. Mm-hmm. He's trying to, to do the same here. And so we wrote a song about him. And that's going to go live nationally yeah. in Denmark on Sunday. Sunday, five minutes past eight in the evening. Every Sunday. And which channel is that? Channel 4? On Radio 4. Radio 4. Yeah. Well, first of all, I will even try to find that <laughs> radio. <laughs> And uh, that sounds fantastic, especially that you have a free range in in, in saying what you feel like. Uh, Dennis, I will be honest, it, it sucks. It, it sucks for us, it doesn't suck for you. It's fantastic. It's, it's great. It's something that, you know, we all in local radios, we really hope for to get a break on a national radio. Uh, no one wants us, by the way. We are still surprised, <laughs> probably because we speak English on our uh, radio show. But um, this is fantastic. This is this is basically, you know, that that level where where people in a local community radios they they want to have a chance like this. So fantastic, great job, all the best from both of us, and I hope that you will become rock stars and superstars, <laughs> and then you will pull us. <laughs> <laughs> with you somehow like invite us or now you probably cannot speak English on a national radio, right? If, yeah, sure you can. Okay, well then uh, just keep our number, Dennis. Uh, it, it's it's talk radio, so you you'd fit right in. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it it would be in English, of course. Unless yeah, you can get your your Polish hour or something. Polish hour. That's well, with my Polish, it would be quite an interesting hour of guessing what <laughs> she meant. But yeah, yeah. It, it was, like you say, it is a chance that many people hope for. And, and mm-hmm. it just, it fell into our laps and we had to jump on it right away. Yeah. So, guys, this is uh, the very last show where you can hear Dennis with us. And let's make a good one then. And uh, we hope that we will... Sit in one radio station again one day, talking and chatting because uh, that would be all, and uh, that would be great. And Dennis, you were with us what two years? Uh, yeah, a year and seven months. Ah, yes, yeah, uh, you are right. It was the beginning of two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so uh, quite a long time. I will be missing it. It has been a very, very, for me, very interesting journey listening to you and your guests and the subjects that you've talked about for all this time. Okay. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you, Dennis. It means a lot. Thank you, Dennis. The warmest of congratulations mm-hmm. and the best of the blessings for your new uh, journey. Thank yeah, you. and for our listeners that will miss Dennis, then you know where to find him. You definitely need to tune in on Saturday. It will be Saturdays, usually. Sundays. Sundays. Sundays, Sundays from 8 to 9 in the evening, yeah. radio for national radio. Yeah. I'm not jealous <laughs> at all. And if you don't uh, if you don't speak Danish, you might find it a little bit hard to understand, but you can still listen to Dennis. Yeah. Uh, I have the last question. What happens with uh, Torstak Maunus Madsen? That's ending too. That's ending too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was actually the podcast that, that Maunus was having. We actually were guests 
That was the, also the local radio program that Malnus was. Yeah, and, a, and of course, in these podcast times, you can hear the radio show anytime you want as a mm-hmm. podcast. Just yeah. go to their website, Radio Four, and they will release it as a podcast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank okay. you so much. I can think that probably this challenge that we are solving uh, uh, today is not very current for you, as you are just starting a new journey. <laughs> But uh, we will nevertheless uh, be happy to hear your opinion and if you could play the jingle for challenge of the week if because that still works because that why would not be great for the last time a very challenging challenge of the week Thank you. So Mm. I'll just go ahead and read the challenge. Read the challenge. So I just came back from vacation and after a couple of weeks, I am supposed to be fully recharged and ready to come back to work and quotation marks normal life. Mm. Instead, I feel like I just want to lie down in my bed and hide under the blanket. I simply can't imagine entering the treadmill again. I am really grateful for being able to keep my job through the crisis, but the number of requirements, politics and bureaucracy has increased so much that I completely forgot what I used to like about my job. All the mess also causes me to work longer hours, which I simply don't have because I need to run to pick up my kids and attend to all the commitments around their lives. Just thinking about my everyday life makes me need a vacation. I want the life I don't need a vacation from. How do I do that? Where do we begin? <laughs> it's a it's a rather complicated and complex challenge, but unfortunately I have a feeling it's quite common. Well, I definitely have felt this way in the past. Mm-hmm. I definitely recognize actually leaving from vacation to vacation, just planning my next vacation. And then when vacation is over, coming back home and thinking, how the hell am I going to continue doing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, And uh, definitely there is a lot to it because there is the whole topic of like, what's up with the job? So like this whole thing could be a topic of it of itself and another thing is like what's up with family like I don't hear anything about any form of father to the children it feels like uh, I'll give uh, the name Alicia Alicia it feels like Alicia is um, feeling overwhelmed It mm-hmm. feels like she is taking a lot of responsibility in regards to her children and their life. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole other topic. True. So there is a lot in that challenge. And definitely we are very uh, much looking forward <laughs> to uh, ever hearing from you, Alicia Back, if our Um, options, if our tips, if our take on it will be useful. Mm -hmm. It's not going to surprise you when I say that we have prepared five options. No kidding. That's true. Yeah. Dennis had just exploded. I'm sorry, Radio 4, but he will not be available (laughs) on Sunday. Yes. He will be here with us. We will uh, put his head together. (laughs) I was just trying. I know it's low. So these five options, they can also be seen kind of like a five-step process. Mm -hmm. That's something that you can also take as one step at a time. And especially when we talk about building a life you don't need vacation from, that may be a process that you need to take. Maybe it's not possible for everyone to just take one step, just say, okay, I'm quitting my job. And I'm going to live life that I don't need vacation from. That might be a process that people need to take in order to find themselves there. I completely agree. And I think that many people believe that, you know, the solution is something very like 
one decision and everything will turn around when I think in reality you have a very good point. It's actually quite complex because the job itself may not be the main problem. Yeah, and when I was preparing the solution for that problem, uh, sorry, for that challenge, I was actually thinking about this approach of like, you could change it all by changing your mindset. Mm -hmm. So that was like you could work with your mindset, you could work with your feelings, you could work with your physical reality mm -hmm. of how your life actually looks like and so on. That was the that was one of the approaches I was considering to bring. However, I have decided to do something different mm -hmm. uh, to maybe make it maybe make it also quite nicely applicable as a process um something that you, Alicia, could get inspired by. Mm -hmm. So I will first tell the five options and then we will dig into them. So the first step is to create a vision of the life you wouldn't need a vacation from. So basically starting from having any form of an idea or vision, how that life would look like for you, Alicia. Then the second uh, step would be to make a detailed review of your current situation and your priorities. Especially that we don't know where it hurts you most. Is it the job? Is it the family situation? Is it just an overwhelm from both? So that would be uh, very uh, advisable. Then the next step would be to find out what do you already know and what do you need to find out? The next step would be the grant research. And that would be to search your soul and also to perform the very down-to-earth research. And the last but not least would be to slice the elephant or simply identify your next best step. Mm -hmm. So these are the five options that we will be exploring today. And um, yeah, and let's let us dig into it. And uh, whenever... We need a break. We will play some good music. Oh, yes. We actually have a summer hit for you. We have a summer song because it's still summer. Okay. So let's take the first option and then let's take a little breather with a summer song. Why not? Okay. So the first thing is to create a vision of the life you wouldn't need a vacation from. It's kind of like a starting point. Mm -hmm. Because you feel overwhelmed. You feel you want to hide under the blanket. You cannot enter that treadmill again. But what's instead, right? Because it could be pretty reckless, depending on your financial situation, depending on um, family situation, your children to just simply stay under that blanket and don't come out. Although sometimes we need to do that as well. Sure. So basically a way to do it could be to find space. And that's always something that we are recommending a lot here at You've Got Five Options. <laughs> that was You've Got Five Options. <laughs> that was unexpected. I hope it's not You've Got Five Epsteins because... <laughs> oh my God, no. Oh that God, is no. not the podcast <laughs> you are listening to. No. No. Options. Okay. So basically, uh, get some space and maybe that one day under the blanket completely could be a good way to start mm -hmm. and start describing your perfect day, starting all the way from the morning when you are waking up, what would be the first thing you would be doing, how you would be feeling in it, what would be the next thing you would be doing, how you will be spending your day, what will you be working with, who will you be working with. Just step by step describing every hour of your perfect day. That's one way of finding or try starting to create that vision mm -hmm. of a life you wouldn't need vacation from. So it's like a visioning exercise. Have you ever tried something like that, Anna? Yes, I did. And uh, b before we will get into my visioning, well, apparently I have a weird visioning just uh, two minutes ago with the title of our podcast. But normally I have a quite a good one. Uh, I think it is a very good point that you mentioned that because we hear many times that, you know, I don't like my life or exactly I want a life that I don't need vacation from. How do I do that? And 
imagining or visualizing it, not for the purpose like I imagine and it happens. It doesn't have to have this weird secret thingy. But if you don't know what you want, then how will you get it? Then you can actually fall easily into a trap where you do a decision, that, as you, Marta, mentioned, something like, yeah, I, I will quit my job or uh, I will uh, do some drastic change, hoping that things will get better. But it's actually... It, it might not solve the problem. You you have to think what is that life that you are trying to envision that you actually wouldn't like the vacation from. And I think many people stumble upon this step because mm, you just asked me if I was trying to. And you also gave an example of trying to visualizing a day. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a very good approach, but it might be misleading because many people will fall into a trap of trying to redesign the elements of their current life in a way so it gets easier. Like, for instance, oh, if I wouldn't have to pick up my kids, for instance, and someone would do it for me, that would be a better, you know, day for me. Or if I could work from home instead of going to the office. And that might be some improvements on the current life, but it may not solve the problem. Uh, and I think that the, the vision itself, it's, it's very important. Well, that that's just one of the ways. Yes, that's yes. one of the ways because it can be a little bit difficult. Some people find it at least difficult, like try to imagine yourself in five years. Mm -hmm. And we have been talking about it many times in our True. show. True. And I still have it here as a proposal that you can, another way of visioning it could be imagine yourself in five years. What are you doing? Who are you? How are you feeling? Mm -hmm. And what do you have in your life? That's a great way. And I have been uh, trying that for myself as well. And at the same time, I uh, have tried the, describing the perfect day mm -hmm. a while ago. And I found actually a lot of more detailed information out of it than from the other one. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of picking one at the beginning mm -hmm. and trying to see uh, what you'll find out from that. And then it could be trying the other one, building up on onto how, whatever kind of way you know for yourself, you might, you might know another way of creating a mm -hmm. vision for yourself. I just wanted to ask you if you have tried that and what kind of impact it had on your life. Well, I have tried that many, many times, to be honest. Uh, and sometimes the results are extremely surprising. Um, I have a, now a current vision of uh, how, for instance, okay, one of the uh, recurring exercises in my life that some people might think that are cuckoo and crazy, but I'm very used to that, is to write to myself a letter at the end of the year. And I usually write some sort of a summary of, of the year, uh, not necessarily like in bullets, but more like everything that comes to my head. And then I put forward uh, some sort of a vision or um, or a intention of how I want the next year to end. Where am I at the end of the next year? And, uh, and I, of course, describe it. So naturally, the images are coming to my head. So you can, because I think some people are better with scripting. That's an alternative to vis visualizing. For instance, if you do the vision boards, you might be person that is more prone to images. I am more prone to writing. So I script my future. And I remember the last three years when I did it, each time I was opening that letter on the last day of the year, surprisingly, almost everything that was written there was coming true, was actually happened. And uh, most of the time, after a month in February, I already don't remember what I wrote in that letter because I only write it and I close it. And the rule is I don't open it until the next year. I don't know how this shit works. I will not give you any scientific explanation, nor I will give you any cuckoo explanation because it's not like then based on the letter, I put myself targets and goals. No, I don't know. I just write it, but it's an exercise where I really visualize or I write down what I want to do by the end of the year, what I want to have achieved. And beat me, I don't know how it happens, 90% to even 100 one year, every single thing came true. 
And you, I, I read it and I'm always like shocked because I don't, first of all, I don't remember what was in the letter. And then when I remind myself and I see that those things happen in my life, I don't know, maybe some kind of weird autopilot. I don't know what I did to myself, but everything in, in that year led me to the version that I described at the beginning of the year. So that I can recommend, but I will not explain you how it works, but it works, at least for me. So now, Alicia, we have for you a few alternative methods and just simply just listen to which one sounds more interesting, which one resonates most with you. So the first step is to get some space, making sure that you can quiet your mind and that you can access your inner wisdom. And then you can either work with describing your perfect day or envisioning yourself in, for example, five years and describing how are you feeling, what are you doing, what do you have, who are you. Another way is to create a vision board. That's also a way to create a vision for yourself and also scripting. So hopefully that is enough of the tools that you could pick and choose from in order to fulfill the first step, which is to create a vision of the life you wouldn't need a vacation from. Yeah. And now we would like to take a bit of a moment. Yeah, a bit of a musical break, guys. We are having a single by Sabrina today, which is called Still Up. It was released at the very end of June. So it's a summer song, summer hit. She wrote it, composed it and produced it herself. And we already had Sabrina's song stuck before on our show. So this is a second reveal. And I hope you will have a good summer listen and good summer vibe. Yeah. Hi, everyone. This is Sabrina. I hope you're all doing well and I hope you will enjoy my new single, Still Up. And I would like to thank You've Got Five Options for playing my song on the radio station. I wish you all a great day. Make me want 
stay, won't you hear? But I'll never make a fool of myself. But I want your love. I want your Sabrina for your song. It's always great to get songs from artists, aspiring successful artists mm-hmm. and uh, as far as we understand Sabrina you're doing everything or vast majority of, of the work yourself. So that's so admirable. Yeah. So, so keep on going girl because it's 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 uh, going great and uh, I hope that you got the summer vibe. I imagine myself to listening to this song somewhere in some beach uh, lounge, you know, like uh, being somewhere at the sunset and, you know, it goes in a background and you are in a in a summer bar, you know, having zipping something, whatever you prefer. I prefer maybe with percentage, some others. Why am I even talking? I was trying to give you a, an idea of how I see this song fitting into the summer vibe, but I guess every listener can make up his own mind. Thank you very much, Sabrina. And we wish you more great songs. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. And now coming back to solving a challenge, which is how to build a life you don't need vacation from. And we have just uh, finalized the first step, which was to create a vision of the life you wouldn't need vacation from. And now we are going to step two, which is a detailed review of your current situation and priorities. Mm -hmm. And here I would say... There are also a few approaches, Alicia, you could choose from. Uh, One of the approaches could be to ask yourself a couple of questions. And one of the questions that came to my mind when, um, when reading your challenge was, where does it hurt you most? Is it the work life? Is it the family life? Is it your own, the, the way you feel about yourself? Where does it hurt you most? And where do you need a change right now? Maybe you need a bigger change in many different areas, but where do you need a change already now? So you could ask yourself those questions. And another thing you could do, which I strongly advise people to do when they are thinking about changing their life, it is to get clear on your priorities. Because sometimes we can take some decisions, also depending what kind of approach we have, how likely we are to be overthinking or underthinking the decision process. It's very, very good idea to think about priorities, to become like clear with yourself, like what are my priorities? So you could, for example, identify your top five priorities and you know, get it all in there, get your, uh, the part of you that is, uh, you know, the part related to motherhood, to relationship, to work, to personal growth, to your physical part, like, I don't know, your diet, your fitness life, uh, whatever it is, just become like very, very broad about it, your social life, whatever comes, identify your top five priorities And then rate them on a scale from 1 to 10. How do you right now feel in that priority? And 1 is? 1 is feeling really bad about it. Mm -hmm. And 10 is feeling great about it. Mm -hmm. So what that will tell you is that's one of the ways to identify the areas where you need to change first. Where where the change is kind of like, okay, so if your health, for example, is at 2, 
maybe before you start even thinking about changing something about your work or about your family, maybe that's the first area you need to look into. Mm -hmm. So that's just a great way to kind of like first become clear on what are your top priorities and then see how you feel in those priorities. It's also like it could be that you are like maybe it's a temporary crisis at work. Maybe you normally really like your work. Maybe it's a temporary crisis because of new corona restrictions and so on. Maybe that's something you could work with and come back uh, to being in a, you know, feeling good about your job. But if your top priority is your children and being as much as possible with your children as they are small or whatever, that can provide you some valuable information. So this kind of priority review Mm-hmm. It's a really, really solid work that you will be doing for yourself when designing the life you wouldn't need vacation from. And becoming very clear on what is your uh, situation. Uh, because, you know, like, um, it, it's not very clear from that uh, description. Are you married? Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, what's your financial situation as a as a family? Is that even a possibility that you could quit your job or is that out of the picture whatsoever? So kind of like a detailed review of your general situation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's definitely something that I would uh, recommend to do to become wiser. And uh, Anna, do you have any insights or any additions? I have one one insight and I will try to keep it short and simple. So, of course, that might not happen, but I will try. When you are talking about priorities and rating the way you feel about them or in that area, I thought that this is an extremely important and for many people eye-opening exercise because I actually have done it something similar myself and I have also uh, seen some people doing it and let's say you have five priorities and let's say number one is my job my career and uh, the second one is my relationship let's take children for a moment out of it right and then you have let's say my physical fitness whatever and but at this point of life, your number one priority is your career. And then you start to rate how you feel about it. And then you rate your career, let's say, with two. Right? And then you discover that your number one priority, you feel super low, super but not cool about it. But then when you start to rewind a couple of days or weeks or months later, you will discover you were not doing anything about that. That's why it can be very eye-opening because many times the things we care the most about, we tend to procrastinate because we care so much about them then we are basically paralyzed about thinking to try to fix it or we are just trying because, you know, as a, as a thing that is... <laughs> yeah, we had a little... Yes, that was like a crescendo. I will, I will, I will tell you what happened. It was a fly <laughs> that pushed the button. I saw it. Or was it you, Dennis, trying to get rid of the fly? I was trying to get rid of the fly. But, you know, uh, guys, I saw what I saw. A big, fat, nasty fly jumped on the roadcaster and pressed a button with our intro. That's what happened, Dennis. And that's how we will keep it because you are having your last show with full fame and glory and professionalism. That was a fly and I saw it. Thank you. So basically, uh, uh, I think we might discover that our biggest priority where we feel very bad about it, we were just trying to cast aside because the things that are the most important and the biggest to to basically deal with, we tend to uh, push aside and we take upon all other million topics uh, that we can solve very quickly and get an instant yet very short-lived satisfaction. And that one priority that we really care about we will just neglect and neglect like a middle child. And we will be, <laughs> I'm joking. I've heard that this is what happens to middle children. So yeah, that, wa- that was my input to that. 
thank you, my middle child. Make sure that he shall never be neglected, not even for five oh, minutes. Oh, no, no, no. He, he's, he's very good at reminding about himself. Yes. So thank you so much for that insight. Very valuable one. And I think work with your own priorities is something that something that is amazing that you can do for yourself. Now, let us move on to step three, which is to make a simple list of what do you already know and a list of what do you still need to find out. Hmm. Because we are, you know, individual beings and we are at a certain level in our lives where we might know more or less about ourselves. And I have worked with clients with whom when going through visioning work, they had a super specific vision where they knew so much about themselves and their work was to actually implement it. Mm -hmm. But I also have had clients who we work on a vision and they know very few. Mm -hmm. They don't have a very good idea. They only start to have the very, very first, very high level idea what that life could be. Mm -hmm. And there's another work to it, to deepening that vision, maybe working with the purpose. What's your purpose in life and uh, these kind of things. So depending on what kind of person you are and how much you have found out from the vision, and how much you have found out from the priorities and current life review situation, one of the lists can be quite uh, longer than the other. However, that's still an important step because sometimes when this kind of life changes, it can feel so overwhelming or it can feel like I have no idea what to do with my life. Okay, I can see I have a different vision and my priorities don't match uh, the life that I would like to have and stuff. And, you know, like you get kind of scared and you are like, oh, my God, my life is a mess. But when you ask yourself that question, what do I already know? Mm -hmm. Usually you start having at least the first points on your list and you might surprise yourself that you might actually already know quite a lot. Can you give us an example what could end up on this list? Yeah, of course. So, uh, for example, when I was doing that for myself, mm -hmm. uh, because I came to a place where I felt uh, that uh, the work I was doing was no longer uh, fulfilling for mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. and that I needed to change something. And also because a full-time job plus three children plus a traveling husband was not any longer fitting my ability to <laughs> stay sane. To Yeah, to, to stay sane, let's put it this way. Or, yeah, my body was not necessarily feeling like uh, continuing to go 150% at a time year after year after year. Anyhow, what has ended up on my list was what I already knew was that I want to help people, mm -hmm. that I want my job to be meaningful, mm -hmm. that I want to have time for my children, mm -hmm. that uh, I want to still make sure that my relationship works. So I actually started to, when I saw how much I already know, it was a good start. And as I was doing this work, as I mentioned, it can be a process. For some people, it can be a couple of weeks. For other people, it can be a couple of months. For others, it can be a couple of years. My list of what I already know would just continue growing. Mm -hmm. But already in the first time, I knew that for example, I want uh, that, for example, one of the things was that I want to first uh, finalize like the retraining of myself before I quit my job. So, for example, I, I already know I don't want to quit my job right now. I first want to, uh, I, when I figured out it was I wanted to be, uh, one of the things I wanted to do was to be a life coach, that I wanted to do that training first, mm -hmm. that I was not a person that would quit a job without having a clear idea what to do. So that would be that would be examples of things. That is actually a great idea because I think if you have a person that is like, okay, I hate my job, I want to quit, but I won't quit. And that person is not even clear why he or she cannot quit. And then you write on the list, I will not quit now until I will not, let's say, make a certificate. And then suddenly the prison you are in, the job you are in, it's actually not a prison. Then you understand that, okay, so basically uh, 
yeah, I'm staying here because of my own choice, because first I want to finish something else. Great example, Marta. Just the last question. What was on the list at that time of the things you didn't know? So I didn't know, for example, how exactly I want to help people. So even when I have decided to do my coaching um, certificate, I didn't know if I wanted to be a coach. So, for example, that was on my list. I don't know if I want to be a full time life coach. Mm -hmm. But what I already knew and that was on my list, that coaching skills will always be useful for me, no matter what I decide. At, At the very beginning, I was considering also becoming a manager like mm-hmm. a people a people a leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was considering taking an education in psychology. So I was having like, I didn't know exactly what it was, mm-hmm. but I knew that at least the coaching certificate, that's something that no matter which path I will end up choosing, that's something that I will be using in the future. So I actually didn't know who I wanted to beco- become when I was doing that work for the first time. I didn't know... Yeah, I think that would be the main things that I didn't know actually who I want to become. I think that's a pretty big one. Yeah, it's a pretty huge one. But the things you put on the list that you know then or knew at that time were a great um, guidelines to actually get into that place and discover who you want to be. I think this is a fantastic uh, step and fantastic exercise. What do we have in number four then? Yeah, I really, really want to underline that it's you will surprise yourself how much you already know. Mm-hmm. Or if you are like a know-it-all style person, mm-hmm. you might surprise yourself that you have some gaps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the step number four is the grand research. Mm-hmm. And this grant research has uh, two main legs and many hairs on that leg, <laughs> on, on both legs, if I can put it this way. But anyway... Gross. <laughs> Why gross? I see some kind of a huge, gigantic insect, like... Sa- sa- I don't remember how to pronounce it. Okay, I won't talk about this. Go, Marta, go. Okay, so the grant research would be about one thing, searching your soul. So that would be like really about what do you truly desire for Mm -hmm. yourself in life? Like, what is your purpose here? What do you want? What's the bigger reason for you to be here? Mm -hmm. What it is that you, from a higher perspective, like, like literally, if you were like when you die at some point and you will. How do you want to be remembered? So that's like this higher level research and also this simple daily exercise of quieting your mind and listening to your guidance. Mm-hmm. And like what's what's the right thing for me to do today? What can I already do today? What do I need to discover about myself to be able to know the next step? Mm-hmm. So it is from that huge or from this high perspective of what's the higher reason for me, and also for creating everyday connection with yourself so that you can kind of take a daily step Mm -hmm. towards finding out how to build a life you wouldn't need vacation from. And then there's, of course, the very down-to-earth research of the possibilities. Because, uh, of course... You, well, it depends because here again, there will be some people who will know very clearly what exactly they want to do instead. Mm-hmm. Then you need to research how can you do it. Yeah. If you don't know what it is, which was the truth for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I knew I don't want to continue doing this kind of work for the rest of my life, but I had no idea what to do instead. Mm-hmm. Then I needed to Uh, start researching what are the possibilities from the few information that I knew, needed to test them out somehow, and then get wiser and wiser with time. Mm -hmm. So depending on where you stand, what do you already know about yourself? Your grant research might look very differently. And the last option or the last step is slicing the elephant. Uh, figuratively, I would like to <laughs> remind to all of our listeners, just in case. That we are not actually slicing any animals. No. We are vegetarians. That was season <laughs> three. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> okay. So, or simply identifying your next best step. Yeah. That really depends where you are. Because 
if you get a very clear vision of changing your life from the, being this uh, working mom uh, with children into becoming an, I don't know, independent singer, that might look like a pretty big elephant to, slice, uh, yeah. to, to deal with. And you can easily get discouraged if it goes this way. So basically, uh, I don't know if you have those skills personally to slice the elephant and create a good plan for yourself or using a coach, a mentor or someone alike would be a good idea for you. It is a good, amazingly good idea to slice the elephant mm -hmm. because you can either get discouraged or you can put too much work on your plate. Uh, you can get, you know, you might overlook something. Yeah. Because when you are slicing, you also discovered that there were some uh, elements that were not on the elephant that you fought at the beginning. You might actually discover that there is something missing in between. So it's actually it's it's good to have that overview in steps. I agree completely. Yeah. And also it's good to review that overview all the time. So it's mm -hmm. not to set one grand plan. And if something goes wrong, you throw it all to the rubbish because it's life and it's 2020. Exactly. <laughs> uh, plans can yeah. change very yeah. easily, uh, very quickly. Everything can go upside down. So there is also this uh, life flexibility that is uh, required here. And or identifying your next best step. Mm -hmm. Because as we mentioned, depending on how much you already know about yourself, if that's not much that you know about yourself, so what's your next best, next best step? Because I found myself in that situation and my next best step was to find out what the hell am I here for? Mm -hmm. So I started my purpose work. I wanted to figure out what is my purpose because I felt like I didn't know enough in order to be able to redesign my life. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I believe that when you have created a vision of the life you wouldn't need a vacation from, you would make a detailed review of your current situation and especially your priorities and when you would make a list of what you already know and what do you still need to find out and would make your grant researched based on that, you would be able to slice the elephant and or identify your next best step. And we are about to finish that show. So, Anna, any final insights for Alicia? Well, Alicia, I think that uh, you got a, a handful of tools here today. And I think that there is a lot of things to choose from. Uh, but I think they do come as a, as a process. So I would definitely start with number one. But a lot of those uh, tools that Marta today uh, talked about, I can personally guarantee for. I try them and they really work. So good luck in designing the life you don't need vacation from. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we still have one minute. So, Dennis, tell, tell, uh, tell, just say a proper goodbye to our listeners. Uh, goodbye. I've um, enjoyed talking to you. I hope that I've not offended anybody and uh, that I haven't been completely idiotic. Not completely. Not completely. Not no. completely. You know, well, we are completely idiotic. You yeah. are maintaining the level. Yeah, you know, that that could be a comment on the issue because uh, set yourself up for success. <laughs> 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 That's true. Well, but uh, it was a pleasure to have you, Dennis, and uh, we will see if the next technician will be uh, taking part. Maybe I will not allow him. It's so. been a pleasure working with you. It's been Thank a pleasure, you, Dennis. Dennis. Thank you Bye. very much. Thank you. Bye, guys. Magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like, visit our website, the5options.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will come for more. That's all, folks.